Hey King's Arms family, um, great to be with you today. My name's Wendy and uh, I'm gonna be speaking today about how do we step into greater momentum in the whole area of healing. I was actually really encouraged the other week when Simon shared about his journey that he's been through recently around his eye situation. And it's so fun, isn't it, how God can bring good stuff out of a situation that feels like you're in a pit and it feels dark. And I remember sharing, uh, Simon sharing about feeling like God had reminded him who we are called to be as a church family and that we're to, to wage war against sickness. And I actually felt it was a very significant Sunday for us. I was there in the room and uh, felt something spiritually shift off us as Simon shared. And I think, I think having reflected since, I think God is saying that fruit, breakthrough and healing is going to come quickly now. As we say yes to him and as we take opportunities to pray for the sick, I think breakthrough is going to come quickly. And I think the key for us is working out how do we step through the door that's now opened up for us. And the truth is that we have incredible promises over us as a church about seeing God's kingdom come with power, particularly around the whole area of healing and the miraculous. Several years ago now, a friend of ours, Julian Adams, prophesied over us as a church. And this is part of a much bigger prophetic word, but part of it says this, God is going to infuse in the work of your church an anointing for the miraculous, an anointing for the miraculous. That's what Julian spoke over us as a church, that we are called to have infused in the very fabric of who we are an anointing to see miracles, to see healings, to see people healed. Unsurprisingly, the enemy has gone after the very thing that we're called to see breakthrough in. That's often how he works. He likes to come and take us out and bring intimidation in, in, in the spaces that we're called to have influence. And so we've had a lot of challenges with sickness. Uh, lots of our key leaders who carry spiritual authority have have been really taken out through sickness and it's been a massive battle. It has been a massive battle. But we've also seen incredible breakthrough and even recently we've started to see God break in with really incredible healing. So Recently, at the university location, they prayed for the sick and saw one, one lady who had, had a bad back, her leg grew. Another lady there who had a lump in her breast, the lump completely disappeared and no one even prayed for her. And then uh, a, a service recently, a lady who had a bad shoulder was prayed for and she was hardly able to move it, but then she was able to move the arm completely. And so God is moving and it's exciting. And I've personally been on a very similar journey. Jesus has been speaking to me about not being apologetic about going after healing and me remembering this is what I'm called to do. And I've always known I've been called to do this, but I've, there's been periods where I've really gone after it and periods when I've backed off because it's felt too painful because there's so much confusion and mystery when I haven't seen what I've been longing to see. But as I've been reflecting, I actually was thinking about two incredible women who were part of our church family, Angie Simcoe and Zoe Joy Harries. And some of you may or may not know those ladies, but they, are, they were phenomenal, phenomenal women who left us an incredible legacy as a church. Sadly, they both passed away from cancer, but both of them left us a charge before they died. So I remember Simon went to see Angie Simcoe before she died and he said, do you want to say anything to the church? And she said, tell the church, don't ever stop going after cancer. It's just incredible. 
And again, Zoe Joy, um, who I miss and what, what a woman. Before she died, she said, don't let anyone get, get disappointed with God because of what's going on with me. I just think that's just phenomenal. An incredible legacy those women have left us. Don't stop going after breakthrough. Don't let disappointment get into your heart towards God. And so I've got renewed faith and vision and expectation. And uh, I'm, I'm wanting to encourage us to grow in our expectation of faith for more. God wants to use us more to see breakthrough. How do we do it? Well, I just want to give you a few quick thoughts and then we're going to just take an opportunity to pray for the sick. The first thing I think we need to do is we think we need to go on a journey of repenting. So I was reading recently again in, in Matthew, the Gospel of Matthew, and looking at John the Baptist when he came to proclaim that Jesus was on the way. And when John first started his ministry, he proclaimed the kingdom of heaven is at hand. It's at hand. It's within touching distance. And this, this was right at the start of Jesus' ministry. This was actually before Jesus had started his ministry. John the Baptist came to say, the kingdom of heaven, it's close. Things like healing and peace and joy, it's right close, it's right at hand. Before Jesus had even come, before Jesus had gone to the cross, died and rose, risen again and defeated death and won the ultimate victory, the kingdom of heaven was, was at hand. And, and you can see that when you look at Jesus and the disciples. Everywhere they go, people are healed. It was, it was the norm rather than the exception. Healing was the norm rather than the exception. And I was reading this and I realised I don't think that's what I'm thinking. I think I'm thinking healing is hard. It's hard to see people healed. Healing is the exception rather than the norm. And I realised as I was reading, my thinking needs to change. I need to repent. I need to change the way I think. Because irrespective of what's going on around me, irrespective of what's going on in my own body, the truth is the kingdom of heaven is at hand. And you could argue is even closer than that now because of what Jesus has achieved for us on the cross. The Bible also says that the kingdom of God is forcefully advancing. It also says that the kingdom of God is in the midst of us. It is close. And so maybe for some of you, your response to the season we're stepping into is to repent, is to change the way you think, is to start to see healing through the lens of scripture, irrespective of what's going on around us. We can look at Jesus, we can look at the truth of scripture and, and realise it's close. Healing is close. It's near. And, and for us to expect this should be the norm rather than the exception. Yes, I got that right around. I was confused then. How do I said it right? Healing should be the norm rather than the exception. So first of all, some of you might need to repent. Second, second thing that might help us as we look to step into this space that God's opening up for us is to learn to lament. To learn to lament, to learn to process our disappointment and pain when we don't see the breakthroughs that we're longing for and praying for. I've recently read an excellent book called Dark Clouds, Deep Mercy, which I would recommend you to get hold of. I think every Christian needs to read it. And it's basically unpacking what the Bible says about what lamenting looks like and how to do it in a healthy way. And the reason we're going to have to learn how to lament is if you repent, if you change your thinking and start to really think through the lens of the kingdom of heaven is at hand, it's close, 
it's the norm rather than the exception. We should expect to see healing very regularly. If you start to think like that, what you're also going to have to learn to do is process the pain when there's mystery, when you keep going after healing. And when you don't see the prayers you're longing to see, if you don't see the breakthrough you're longing to see, you have to then learn how to lament well, how to deal with that mystery well in a healthy way so that the disappointment and the pain doesn't turn into offence with God. You know, if we learn to lament well, what actually happens is we're able to get rid of the pain and the mystery and turn back to God and keep trusting him and keep asking for breakthrough. And I don't know about you, I have lamented a lot in my life. I have done a lot of lamenting. And I used to be annoyed about that. I often, when I travel, I talk to people about how to lament, how to process disappointment. And I used to resent it, to be honest. This book has really helped me. This book, Dark Clouds, Deep Mercy, because the guy says in this book, actually, the only reason you lament is if you live with faith. He said, lamenting actually requires faith. The only reason you would lament is if you're expecting God to do something because you know his character and you know what he's like and it doesn't happen. That's when you lament. It's when you've already got expectation and faith. And it was so helpful for me because I realized, wow, there is there is I've got vision for my lamenting because the reason I'm lamenting so much is because I'm expecting more. I want more for myself and for the people around me. I want more for the people around me who are sick. I want to see God's kingdom break in with power. I want to see them healed. And it's because I'm expecting and longing for more that I also have to learn how to lament. Because I said, as I said, if you lament well, it brings you back to trust in him looking to him, trusting him and asking him again, Father, I'm going to come and ask you again, would you bring breakthrough in this situation? And I think sometimes we have the wrong opinion that in order to have faith, we have to keep keep it all together, just have to suck it up, just to have to crack on, keep trusting, keep trusting, keep trusting. Uh, but that actually doesn't help. That is not how to have faith. The way that we keep our faith alive is to repent. So we start to think more in line with scripture and then lament well so that we can keep in a place of trusting God for more breakthrough. Some of you might need an extended period of time with God in order to lament some stuff that you've walked through or you've seen your loved ones walk through that has been really painful. And I want to encourage you to get with God and to do that. Express your heart to him. Get the pain out so that you can come back to a place of trust and faith. And then lastly, before we pray, it's not rocket science. We need to pray for the sick. We need to pray for the sick. You know, if we're going to wage war against sickness, we need to stick our spiritual stake in the ground. And the way we do that is we say, we are just going to not change the subject. We are just going to take opportunities whenever we can to to pray for the sick. You know, the more sick people you pray for, the more people you see healed. I don't know if you realise that. It's not rocket science. But we've got to stick our spiritual stake in the ground and say, we are going to go after this. Because we love the people around us, because we want to see better for them, we're going to keep asking God for his power to break in. And as we pray for the sick, we've got to learn to take risks. You know, it's always risky on one level to offer to pray for someone for healing. But the truth is that God loves it when we take risks. 
Uh, I remember years ago being provoked by a scripture, I think it's in Hebrews 11, where it says, faith is being sure of what you hope for and certain of what you do not see. And I remember reading that and realizing, gosh, if I, if I see someone healed, say for, for, for example, of a shoulder condition, when I then pray for another, another person with a shoulder condition, I actually don't need as much faith because I've already seen a shoulder healed. Faith is being certain of what you do not see. Now, because I've seen it, I don't need as much faith. What, what stirs faith? What, what exercises my faith and stretches my faith is when I take a risk and go after seeing breakthrough in something I've never seen before. And God really reminded me, this, reminded me of this recently because I was on a trip uh, speaking at a supernatural school in Oxford and um, I was teaching on healing. And we were going to get words of knowledge at the end of the session and pray for people. And I felt like God said as I was preparing, I want you to bring a word of knowledge from the front, get the person to respond, get them up the front, and then model to everyone else how to pray for the sick by praying for them live. So I've done it before. So it's just been a long time. So I thought, okay, I'll do it. So in the worship time, I was asking God for words of knowledge. And he gave me two words of knowledge. One was a right shoulder condition. And the other one was a cataract in someone's right eye. And in the worship time, I thought to myself, I'm going to bring the shoulder condition because I've seen shoulders healed before. It's the safe option. I've never seen cataracts healed. So I'm up there speaking. I'm teaching about um, miracles. I'm saying you've got to take risks. You've got to lean into God. When you take risks, when your faith is really operated and you depend on him and then he can work. And as I'm speaking, I'm convicted by my own message. And so at the end of the session, I say, guys, I'm going to bring a word knowledge and I'm, I'm going to take a risk. I was going to play it safe, but I'm going to take a risk. Has anyone here got a cataract in their right eye? And the lady in the front row said, yes, that's me. I'm going for surgery next week. And I thought to myself, oh, no. And I said in front of everyone, oh, no. But anyway, we, we did it together. She came at the front, lovely lady. I was just honest with the guys. This is stretching me. This is stretching my faith. And we prayed several times for this lady for her right eye. She actually had cataracts in both of them. Nothing happened to her right eye. Her left eye, however, got a bit clearer, even though we weren't praying for it, which is a mystery. But I tell you what, I'm so glad I did it because I know God loves faith. And actually, as we brought words knowledge in that room and prayed for people, we actually saw 20% of the room healed. We saw various different conditions healed. One lady who had a bad hip, her leg grew and all the pain in her back went. Another lady who had pain in her stomach was able to press where the pain was and all the pain had completely gone. Another lady who had a bad foot was able to jump around on that foot. About 20% of the room was healed. And I think it was no coincidence because it came off the back of me saying, I'm gonna take a risk here. I'm gonna make myself vulnerable. I'm gonna lean into Jesus and see what he will do. And so guys, I want to encourage us. There's an opportunity available to us in this season to take hold of fruit that is ready to be, ready, ready to be picked. And I think the key things for us as we go after healing, let's repent, let's get our thinking in line with what scripture teaches us. Let's learn to really lament well so that we can get rid of our pain and keep trusting him. And let's take risks. Let's pray for the sick. Let's make it a priority. Let's put our spiritual stake in the ground and see what Jesus will do. Listen, I want to take some time to pray, uh, particularly for healing. And so 
just wherever you are, <clears throat> maybe just close your eyes or open your hands and just focus on Jesus. And uh, there's a few words of knowledge I felt like God gave me specifically. So I'll just mention those quickly. First of all, someone who's got a problem with their right foot, particularly on the outside of the heel. And particularly when you walk and you lift your foot, there's pain in your heel on the right side. Anyone who's got long COVID, I felt God speak to me about that. Someone who's got a problem with sight in your right eye. Uh, struggles with your bowel. So any bowel issues, I felt God speak to me about. And also anything to do with your balance. I feel like Father wants to come and meet with you and, and touch you today. So if any of those make sense, or if you need healing in any other way in your body, just open your hands to receive from God right now. Holy Spirit, we just thank you for your presence and we look to you. You, We look to you. You are the healer. That is who you are. And uh, we just choose to repent right now where our thinking has not been in line with your word. We repent where we're expecting maybe healing to be the exception rather than the norm. Thank you, Jesus, that you model a different way. And so, Holy Spirit, I want to just pray right now for everybody who is opening their hands, opening their heart to receive from you. I want to pray, Holy Spirit, would you come and do what only you can do? Father, would you release your healing power into every person who needs a breakthrough right now? Come, Holy Spirit. Come, Holy Spirit. Have your way. Come and restore bodies in Jesus' name. Father, I pray for those struggling with long COVID. Father, right now, I just command that to break off of them in Jesus' name. God, come and bring restoration to their bodies. I pray for every cell in their body to be fully restored to health in Jesus' name right now. Anyone who's got pain in the right side of their foot, I speak healing now in Jesus' name into your heel. Come Holy Spirit. Come, Holy Spirit, I pray for uh, sight issues in the right eye. God, I just pray right now, Holy Spirit, come. We just speak to eyes in Jesus' name and command you to be healed, to be clear in the name of Jesus. Anyone who's suffering with a degenerative condition that's impacting their right eye, I command that to stop in Jesus' name, that your kingdom, Jesus, would come with power and that eyesight would be restored that the that the the degeneration would be reversed and it would get better and better in Jesus name come Holy Spirit I just speak to any bowel conditions any issues with bowels Father God come I just pray that you would come and cleanse and restore and make new bowels in Jesus name right now Right now, Holy Spirit, come. Let your presence come even more. Let, let your fire, the fire of your presence come. Right now, as people lay their hands on their bowels, Father God, come. Restore them. Heal them in Jesus' name right now. And I just speak to any balance issues. Father God, come. I just, I just declare um, a balancing to come in people's bodies in Jesus' name right now. Come Holy Spirit, I just speak restoration in Jesus' name over people's balance mechanism in their head and in their body. Father, I just pray 
that you would come into every person, other conditions I haven't mentioned. Father, come, I speak healing in Jesus' name. Let your kingdom that is at hand draw close in Jesus' name. Bodies, be healed in the name of Jesus. Minds, be healed in Jesus' name. I want to pray for anyone who's wrestling with anxiety or depression. And I just release the peace of Jesus right now into your body. Receive his peace. Receive his peace, his supernatural, powerful peace. Come and flood people's bodies. I break off depression and anxiety in the mighty name of Jesus Christ. And I release peace. I release peace in your precious name. We've got to pray for all of this because we long for more for our brothers and sisters. And we do it all for your glory. We pray God be glorified through the stories that are going to come out this time. We ask it in Jesus' name. Amen.